Oh, it's so painful when you have to watch people you love make terrible mistakes. It's so easy to see in other people when they're walking into a trap, making the same mistake again that you can see coming from a mile away. And it's so tempting to tell them what you see when they don't want to hear it, right? Woe to you who double down and try to make them see the problem that you see. What you don't realize is that you actually don't know what's best for other people, and I'll explain why. My letter today is from a woman I'll call Cecilia, and she writes, Dear Fairy, thank you for your videos. It would be so interesting to see if you get confused by this too, or if this is super clear to you. I will share my latest story, but this is also very similar to other experiences I had in my life with friends. My question is about crippling confusion when you always are being left with no understanding of what happened in a situation, which makes me have no idea what to do next, feeling like I'm basically paralyzed. This was an online friendship. I'm 40 years old. I wrote to this person for a year, and the last communication we had was about a job that this person felt that they had to take. I wrote why I thought it was a bad idea, straightforwardly, and this person responded that I was totally right. Uh, her fake name, Linda, didn't want to take the job for the exact reasons I told her. It wasn't only a money thing, this was something more. She also said that everyone else just thought she should do it, and that colleagues were pushing her to do it too. She felt forced to do it anyway, even if she felt it was wrong. Okay, so. My letter writer is telling me the story of a friendship she had online and this person was going to take a job, but our letter writer thought it was a terrible idea. In retrospect, I maybe should have just wrote to that I support any decision you make, Linda, but the truth is that I was not supportive <laughs> because this was a job that went totally against her nature on every single level. I've got the fairy pencil. Let's circle what I want to come back to. I'm going to read the letter through, and then I'll, I'll come back to some things I circled. All right, so our letter writer, um, Cecilia, says, I would say it was kind of self-harming, too, taking this job for her. So I responded to her a week later that she should still not take the job, and things will work out anyway. And I kept believing very strongly about it that she would hopefully change her mind and know that I was on her side. Okay, so our letter writer was really pressuring her friend more not to take the job. So weeks went by with no response from her friend Linda, but one day she saw that Linda had taken that job anyway, the job that our letter writer had warned her about. She says, I never heard anything back again. I'm kind of pragmatic, so I never send any why don't you respond messages, because I do believe people will reach out if they want me in their life. And if I don't hear back, I have to take that as a bad sign and just keep myself out. Yeah, this is a way to avoid fooling myself into delusion that this person really cares when all signs say the opposite. But several months later, I started to feel that same old feeling, thinking, hmm, maybe this is a misunderstanding. What if I was too judgmental? Things like that. I didn't want this person to feel like I was demanding any response because of her obvious silence, but the feeling of that it was maybe a misunderstanding was still haunting me. So I just sent an update about something I knew this person is obsessed about, which is dog shows. <laughs> I sent two to three sentences about it because I knew this news would make Linda so happy to see and perhaps an opening for her to see that I'm still here. I didn't mention the job in that message or any personal things at all. 
I was just wishing her my very best and sent this in a way to reassure her that I was fine with her job, but I can let it go by not bringing up the job and just talking about lighter topics. Okay. But I still didn't hear from Linda. The strange thing was that she did put the dog show news on her site for everyone to see directly after I sent it, um, as if this was her own finding. But she never mentioned me. I felt like it was sort of a punishment, but I'm not sure. I didn't reach out more after, after that short dog show message. To add more information about her, to make this even worse, is that she's living a very lonely life with no real life, life friends, no siblings, and never had any real friends in her life. And here's the big news. She recently quit that job I warned her about with the exact same explanation, using my exact words from my message where I lined up the reasons why she shouldn't take it in the first place. I saw this online. That's how I know. Linda seemed to pretend this was her own realization when it was really mine. <laughs> I was sometimes thinking about calling her out by sending her a message saying, stop using my thoughts, ideas as your own. But what good would come out of it? Nothing. I was interested to be her friend, not enemy, so I just let her pretend that this was her own thoughts and ideas. At the end of the day, I have no idea what happened here. I really don't. Fairy, you can be totally straightforward. I can take it. What I can't take is being left unsure about this very strange situation. Hope this is clear for you, when you uh, and hopefully you can clear up my confusion. It would help me so much <laughs> so that I can leave it behind and perhaps write to her again with something else. I have no idea. Best wishes from Cecilia. Okay, I think I can help. What an interesting letter. What a strange situation. <laughs> so Cecilia is our letter writer. Linda is her friend. And it's very confusing. Um, letter writer is 40 years old. She had an online friendship with somebody. And they, I guess they talked a lot. And the friend, Linda, was thinking of taking a job. And our letter writer is thinking, no, no, it's a terrible job. Don't do it. It's bad for you. It's not what you want. It's, it's uh, self-harming. And the friend didn't listen to her. And I guess there was a lot of pressure applied. All right. So Cecilia, I can just say that um, there's so many things that are charming and lovable in your letter. But it, I feel like you're not having self-awareness that when somebody else is deciding to take a job, if they ask you what you think, you can say, oh, I think it's a terrible idea. But if you pressure them and pressure them to go against what, what they think is the best decision for them, that is going to be damaging to the friendship. There are very few people who want to be pressured and told what to do. And so I have a definition for that word for you. When, when we think that we know what's best for another person, that they're just being dumb, they're not seeing the obvious, what that is called is arrogance. That's what it is. So I'm not trying to be hard on you, but you're just wondering, like, what happened? Why did this friend bail on you? And this is, to me, this is the most obvious thing. You, you got, like, right up in her space, and you told her what she should do, and you went against her judgment. And here's the thing. We cannot know what is best for another person. I know you know your friend. I know you saw things in this job that you expected she wouldn't like, but you still don't get to put pressure on another person like that because they're 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 making the best decision they can perhaps part of her learning was to you know take a job that had some red flags and then realize that she wasn't happy and that she needed to see the red flags that's how we learn so that's the you know worst case scenario is that she still hasn't learned how to see red flags and you were right about everything 
But here's, then I thought, okay, well, maybe Cecilia is just a little bit pushy or opinionated. But here's the tell, okay? When you said that you didn't hear from her and then you saw that she quit her job for the same reasons you warned her about, that you felt like somehow you had a copyright on those reasons. It's almost, you know, you said it wasn't even, you know, I sent it and she quoted it like it was her own finding, but she never mentioned you. And it may have been a punishment, but honestly, if you were right about it, she was sooner or later gonna see that you were right. It was the pressure, it was the pressure. And I can just see the pressure because it's weird. You want credit, credit for seeing it coming. And if you want a friendship tip, when you see that they made a mistake, and you tell them and they go ahead and make the mistake anyway. If you're a good friend, you don't say, I told you so. You don't say, what did I tell you? That's actually really mean. <laughs> and um, it's very easy for us to think that if we were in somebody else's shoes, we would make these great decisions. But if that were true, why are we friends with people like this, right? Why are we, <laughs> why do, it, who among us can actually like avoid making mistakes of this type? So we don't know. And, um, Personal freedom and autonomy is just so important. People need to make their own mistakes. And who knows, maybe it wasn't a mistake. So then you said you, it bothered you that she used your exact same explanations of why she didn't like the job. And you thought about like confronting her about copying you. And I was just like, you know what? This doesn't sound quite right to me. Something's not right with your thinking there. Um, the reasons that you predicted turned out to be the reasons she didn't like it. And it's not copying you. So I was just going to say, you said be straight with you, you could take it. And I just think you're being very unfair to your former friend, thinking that they should take your advice no matter what, and they should never have the same reason for leaving a job that you predicted. That's something's not right here. Thank you so much for listening. If you love my content, think about joining my membership program. You can find out more information about that and all my courses and coaching programs at crappychildhoodfairy.com. Remember, healing is possible. People with childhood PTSD can have a wonderful life. Sometimes we just need a few workarounds. I'll see you next time.